Sports Podcast. I'm your host, Sean DePaz, with the boy, Jacob Franklin, behind the Mac. Um, Mac is not here again. Bo walking by behind Bo. I asked Bo like 18 times to be on TPSP with me, and he said, go fuck yourself. I don't like you. I'm not doing any more shows with you. So I'm doing it alone because Mac bailed on me again. Bo said he would do the show right now. Um, but no, uh, like I said, welcome into the Phoenix Sports Podcast. Shout out everyone in the chat. Daniel, CWP, Elizabeth, Roaring Fork, Jan Paul, Edward DeDios. I think Chris is in there. Chris is always in there. Chris is the first one in there. It's Friday, baby. Um, I like this like kerning that they've developed with names. Yeah. Like, like when the they, like, they talk to they're yeah. like, we're just going to kern space, these. W space yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. No, I like it. Our chat's awesome. It's the fam. It's the Friday fam. You got to love it. Um, we got a lot to talk about today, um, and it's actually like all positive. Not often we get to have a show on a Friday where everything is positive. But before we do that, um, again, thank you for coming into the show. Make sure you like, subscribe, leave a five-star review. In the words of Bomani Jones, you leave a four-star review. I'm inclined to believe you are a hater. Uh, make sure you subscribe to our YouTube page. Turn on, Hit that little bell so you know whenever we're live. Um, but before we get into the bulk of our show, got to shout out our friends over at Factor. Uh, you, you, you've tried your Factor, correct? Did you, there's, you left there's out? A, I, the, I was left out, but mm. you know what I did? I said, screw all of y'all. I'm just going to go buy my own. Yeah, your own yeah factor, because yeah. there's a lot of frame to fill out here. And I got yes. a kid now, right? You so need, like, we, we got to yes. look for good meals that are quick, easy, and that I'm able to bring to work yes. and not have to worry about cooking the night Plus, before. You're a dad now. You got a lot going on. You got you to gotta stay healthy for your kid, all of that. You're correct. Our friends over at Factor have got you hooked up. They are America's number one ready-to-eat meal kit. It's not like those frozen meals you get from, you know, Marie Callender's or Stouffer's. No, never frozen. Chef prepared, real food, um, and it tastes so much better than anything you'll you'll get from the frozen aisle at a grocery store. The smoothies? Uh, and, yeah, that's just slap. the tip of the iceberg. The smoothies that they have... Perfect lunchtime, like little snack, especially here where you're always on the move. Don't have a whole lot of time to you know, sit down and eat a meal. Nice little factor smoothie. Those were going crazy. Um, so if you want to get on the factor wave, there's no better time than the present. You can head to factormeals.com slash PHNX50 and use code PHNX50 to get 50% off. That's code PHNX50 at factormeals.com slash PHNX50 to get 50% off. Um, and with that money you save, you'll have a whole bunch of extra money to get snacks. Ooh, where are we getting and beverages from, Sean? and things and gas from the the snack beverage and gas capital of the but world. But you're not sniffing it. No, you're not sniffing it. No, don't sniff the gas. That's not safe. Yeah, put it in your car. You're just you're just eating the snacks. You're eating the snacks. And you're drinking gas the drinks. In your car and, and putting the gas. Yeah, all separate things. But whatever you need, as far as gas, snacks, and beverages are concerned, head over to our friends over at Circle K. They got you covered. As Shane is running sprints, I think. He was running routes. I don't know. Um, but head over to our friends over at Circle K. Um, like I said, they've got you covered for everything, for snacks, gas, drinks, um, and maybe even a car. If you go to if you go to Circle K and you buy four Powerades for $5, you can be entered to be one of 10 finalists to enter to win a 2023 Ford Big Ben Bronco SUV. I want one so I bad, I want one Sean. so bad as well. Damon so Saul wants had one no so bad. Idea. Saul had no idea that they were doing this, the Ford Bronco thing. Really? And so somebody in the chat on Outside Shots yesterday, they were talking about EJ got on some rant about OJ Naturally. somehow. And they were somebody in the chat. The was, no, 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 no. no. The OJ. OJ. Okay. He was talking about the glove. 
Okay. Um, if it doesn't fit. If it, but he was talking about how he pulled it on finger by finger. That's besides the point. Yeah. <laughs> so somebody in the chat started being like, well, Circle K helps you win a, a white Bronco. And Saul was like, what? Probably not. And I was like, no, uh, no like, it does. They help you win it a does. white Bronco. Just if you get it, uh, make sure you use it responsibly. Um, you can also hit them for buy to get one free monster energy drinks buy to get one free beatbox hard tees um so whatever you want to get from circle k make sure you're not missing out on all of their great stuff right now text phnx to 31310 um to join their sms subscriber club and get a buy one get one free offer on 32 ounce polar puffs i might have to stop because we know we got our meat party at saul's today saul has made it very clear that we are not allowed to bring any food and ruin his vibes but he also has made it very clear that the beverages are on us we we got to bring our own beverages. I'm probably going to hit Circle K, maybe grab a Polo Pop, grab some beer. Good they choice. All. I think it's a good choice. We'll be ready, right? Um, but now we can actually talk about sports, and we can't start anywhere other than Chase Field and the Arizona Diamondbacks. I guess they're not playing at Chase Field right now. They're out in San Diego. But still, the Arizona Sean, Diamondbacks. Are they back? What? Are they back? Oh, they're so fucking back. They're what are they? They're fucking wagon. Yeah. The Arizona Diamondbacks are a wagon. Um... Yeah, uh, if you've been living under a rock, you probably think the Arizona Diamondbacks are still bad. They're not. They've won three straight. Like I said, we're so back. And last night was awesome. Uh, we got another Dick Milk victory. First off, that's Zach the third Gallen. one this year. Yeah, Zach Gallon over um, uh, Dick Mountain, Rich Hill. He's got like 18 names. So I every time I try to say Rich Hill's name, I want to say like Dick Hill or Rich Mountain. And it's like neither of those are right. Um, but yeah. Uh, if I'm being honest, that game was pretty bad last night. Uh, but he, he got didn't really have lucky. Stuff, but that's what aces do. Yeah, no, that's exactly, exactly what I said. Exactly what I said on PHNX D-backs last night. Even eight, real good pitchers, even when they're bad, they're good. And he was getting really lucky. He was getting absolutely. The, 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 his pitchers were getting labeled. Um, you like the first yeah, two outs I mean, were loud outs at the yeah. wall, and then after that, after Jesse, the fourth inning, everything was above like Jesse had tweeted it out. Yeah, after the fourth inning, he had a, b a bunch of batted balls that were at least 95 miles per hour. I think, um, Jesse had said that his average exit velocity was 97. 97. It's yeah. the second highest of his Which career. That is not um, Aces sustainable. find a way. Yeah, not most pitchers are not succeeding that way, uh, but he did. Um, we also got scary hours last night that ended up working. Obviously, Paul Seawald, a lot of their their top end arms on the bullpen are in the bullpen were not available due to be due to being overused, right? And so. I Who think we coined a new nickname last night. What? I'm going to give myself credit on this. Justin Nails Martinez. Oh, well, there's J-Mart. And we also sure. last night on PHNX D-backs gave him my nickname of Mr. Electric. Ooh, they yeah. called him Mr. Splitty on the broadcast. I was like, that's terrible. That sounds like a really bad, like, child's mascot. But um, Nails Martinez goes so hard. Nails Martinez goes hard. J-Mart is fun. Like, J-Mart's just For sure, uh, but it's like Jerry. Name. I mean, yeah. like... And then, Mr. Electric works. I have I'm biased towards it because it was my nickname and I granted it to uh the young man. Chat, chat, give him a nickname. Yeah, I'll nickname him. Um but yeah, last night was crazy and and like you said, like I said, it got to a point where Zach Young came out of the game. I believe he had six and a third uh innings pitched, and then like I said, the bullpen was weak, and so we had to rely on some guys we might not have been uh you know super confident in. I didn't feel good it about it. It was the best defensive lineup they could have thrown oh out there last yeah, night, too. We, we I got, mean, Jerry got and Nick up the middle with Alec and center, Corbin and Ryan. Gotta give flowers uh where flowers are due. Obviously, Nick Ahmed specifically has been uh the 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 
recipient of a lot of ire of the Diamondbacks fans, and he his arm is not what it used to be. But defensively, he his still gets to a lot of there, baseballs. But he has a glove still, and he he is he was making plays yesterday. Geraldo made one great play late in that game, playing second, obviously a position he doesn't normally play. Um, the defense was huge last night, and again, uh, first inning, Alec making a big catch at the wall. The first out was a, a, a loud fly to left field. Um, so there was there was a lot. You know, it wasn't perfect, but they got the job done, obviously winning 3-1. Um, the big thing for me, though, is that we're getting, like, actual offense from Christian Walker. Um, it was really bad there for a while, and now he is back. And also, Tommy Pham. Tommy Pham has been a godsend He for has this been team. awesome. It, it was, you know, it was obviously, listen, this is Arizona Diamondbacks, Arizona Diamondbacks fan base. We overreact. And we react, we jump to conclusions very fast. Um, so when we made that trade, especially when you consider the context of the deadline and how fans were feeling about the deadline and the team at that point, they made that trade for Tommy Pham. I think everybody, you know, unfairly, but wanted immediate production. And we did not get that from Tommy Pham. But over these last few games, he has been a catalyst for this offense. Obviously hitting a big two home run last night that got the kind of the offense rolling. I'm um, just going to put myself on the screen yeah, since we're, yeah. we're going back and forth on this. Um, on a night where the ball obviously was not carrying yeah like it just everything seemed to die on the warning track Manny Machado hit a ball like yep. 104 miles an hour in the fifth inning that Alec Thomas tracked down miraculously and He's caught so it good, like man. in front of the warning track He's so good it came off the bat at 104 and it didn't even hit the warning track but you're gonna tell me that Tommy Pham managed to hit a ball 430 feet on a night where the ball was not carrying yeah and then Gabby went oppo it was, I mean, it, look, it, again, 328, it, but yeah. Yeah, but it still was oppo. Yeah. Um, and yeah, yeah, it was a strong little, young man. Yeah, no, no, no. So there were, there's a lot to be excited about, especially when you take a look at the standings. We're still yeah. very much right in the mix of all of it. Uh, as it stands right now, a game back from the, um, a three-way tie, basically, for that third wild card spot. This wild card chase uh, is going to be... This wild card chase is insane. Um, I mean, you look at the the Giants had a little bit of, of you know, a little bit of a, a cushion there, and they've now lost three of their last seven and are now only a game and a half back. So now the Diamondbacks are very much in play for second in the division after about two weeks ago we thought they were yeah. going to finish fourth. Yeah, so if you, um, if you look at San Francisco on paper, that, no li that lineup is not good. No, it's not. It doesn't... No. It, 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 they are the most inexplicably good team their their baseball, pitching is solid yeah but even that is not like no you look at their rotation it doesn't blow you away yeah i mean logan webb logan is Webb's really good ace. alex cobb is really good yeah but that those are not like i'm thinking our our top two sure i mean pitchers, gallon and kelly are, are like, significantly by better far right and so and, and i'm taking our lineup i think and if everyone's Brandon fought as a sneaky three lately yeah i think i as it stands right now i think cincinnati's going to fall off yeah, I, I don't really believe in Cincinnati. So here, as it stands right now, make your prediction. What three NL teams are making the wild card? Um, Philly. Okay, yeah. I feel good about Philly. I've been saying Philly since they were like eight games out of the wild card spot. I've always, before the season, I was big on Philly. So. I would say Philly, Chicago, and Arizona. Yeah, I... And then you get a Cubs. I think you'd get what you'd get. If that was the case, you'd get D-backs would end up facing... Um, the third best division winner, which would be the central winner, which is which an is, ideal situation. In yeah, my it's mind. right now. It's the Brewers who <laughs> lost. Like, well, it's gonna yeah, it's gonna be the Brewers or Reds. Yeah, it's gonna be the Brewers or Reds. And I feel, I mean, obviously, the last time we played the Reds, it wasn't the prettiest. Um, but I feel like they have a, a chance against. Yeah. Any of them. So you, you, if the D-backs get the third wild card spot, they'll play the, the NL Central winner, which is a very winnable series. 
And then I think it'll be Philly, Chicago. So it'll be it'll be really interesting. Yeah, I agree. I, I'm big on Philly and have been big on Chicago. I, to me, that the question is that third spot. Obviously, the the Marlins went in big time at the deadline, um, trading for David Robertson from the from the Mets. So they have a closer themselves. So they went big, but they obviously have not been playing great baseball since the deadline. Just like the D-backs. Um, so we'll see. Um, but I, I mean. If you had to give it a percentage, obviously said so you you predicted them to make it, but like a percentage chance that they make the playoffs, what are you putting it at? I think ESPN has them at like a twenty five. But in your heart, in my heart, yes, just vibes. I'm giving them fifty. Yeah, that's kind of where I'm at too. I think I really do because think that. Obviously, we've seen the the two extremes. Yeah, and now I think they might have kind of leveled out. That hopefully, now one. Five of six, and we also saw the team that won seven of was the worst team in baseball like for five just, weeks. For for yeah, I mean, you just don't really know what you're gonna get from a young team. No, but hopefully they've kind of passed the you know the offense looks to be clicking a little bit instead of solo home runs. They're hitting two run yeah. home runs. Yeah, they're home kind runs. of linking some things together. Yeah. The pitchers, the the bullpen is not you know lights out, but it's good enough to keep you in a game. Yeah, no, I mean so the as long as the great, offense scores really. runs, like yeah, you got yeah. a chance. I, I agree wholeheartedly yeah i i i think ultimately it's going to be is kind of a, a toss-up for that last wild card spot but I, as we i've kind of been saying even when things were bad right like yeah. they were really good at the beginning of the season and i don't think that was ever really this team i think they were overperforming and then this bad stretch i think they were playing way below what they were capable of and the reality of what this team was lied somewhere in the middle and i think over these last few games that's kind of what you've got they have not been by any means dominant performances like you saw on occasion from this team early on in the season, but they've been getting the job done, which they had not been doing sure. over the last month and a half. So I'm going to take that every day of the week uh, over these next you know, month and a half or, and some change. Who or I guess what group, whatever, like what's most important to you for this team to find success? Is it? You know, like Corbin Carroll's been really bad. Yeah, Corbin is it him I, figuring so, it you out. You know my whole thing. I think Corbin since the yes, shoulder injury yeah. hasn't been hasn't. And I think he's the longer this goes, I'm more inclined to side with you because it's it's a stark like I can't when I can't happened, accept that he's just bad. The numbers after are not good. Yeah, he I, shows I'm not flashes, that he's like bad, yeah. he still hits the ball hard to the pole field, but he's not. You're not driving, those. He's oppo, not driving yeah. the ball yes. the other way, which. That takes a lot of strength. And, and I mean, some of those oppo home runs, right? Like you think about how yeah. the shoulder injury happened yeah. were him yeah, over yeah. Kind, kind of overextending, reaching out and just putting the bat on a ball, maybe out of the zone, for example. And if the shoulder is the problem, you know, he's not going to be able to do that as much because that's going to be the area Correct. where he's hesitant. Um, I think I think Corbin Carroll's not right. So but, but we don't know. The, but it, it also to the team's credit, like you're not going to throw him out there every day if he's not good to play. Yeah. And also at, at a certain somebody point, that you think is going to be your your catalyst for yeah, the next and also like years. at a certain point you're trying to win baseball games. If he's not good, like you're shooting yourself in the foot if he's not healthy and, and is becoming somewhat of a, a liability, which I'm not going to say he's a liability necessarily, but he obviously has not been producing at the the rate that he was in the beginning, of the first half of the season where he was an MVP candidate. Yeah, um, part of me thinks if you, I mean, they're in the middle of this chase and so hard to set a player that even when he, even if he gets one walk a game, he can steal second and third yeah. and get you a run that like that you really needed. So it's really hard to sit a guy like that. And he's hitting yeah. some singles here and there. Like if and he you pulls know if the he ball down base, the line, he's a double or his a injury, easy. even if his injury is involved, it is not with his legs. So if he gets no, on base, yeah, he's still he's, capable of creating he's a threat. And, and 
out defensively in the outfield while he hasn't been everything that everybody expected him to be Dog, he he's still him. better than some other options that you have i mean he's better than tommy fam he's better than lourdes and he's better than jake i think i could throw a baseball further than corbin carroll none of them have good arms yeah i know but dude well yesterday was one specific moment where he fielded a, a ball in right field Is it the run they scored yeah he yeah, threw it I mean, and it didn't even reach the infield grass yeah dude. but they it skipped into him he didn't get any of his body behind it like it, it kind of came right to him. Yeah, but I mean, that's not what we're here to talk about. In my mind, the most important part of this team over the, the, next, the rest of the season is, is the starting pitching. I, I think now that you have consistency in the bullpen, or at least in the back end of the bullpen, you can't be getting into situations like you got in last night where they weren't available because they've had to be used so much, which in part is the offense, right? The offense needs to score more runs, so they're not every night's not a safe situation. But yeah. last night, the reason that they were even able to come away with that win, considering how what the state of the bullpen was, because Zach Gowan was able to pitch into the seventh inning and you only needed to use two pitchers. And I don't think they wanted to use Justin Martinez in that situation, right? Like ideal situation, you're using Kudos to Paul Seawald. Because yeah. because that could have gone significantly worse no, than it, it could did. have. And he said after the game, right, he didn't really have much of a choice but to trust uh, Justin Martinez in that situation. He didn't have a whole lot of options, right? Yeah. There was four I mean, different guys. What are you going to do? Like he's just he, – he saved six of eight opportunities in Reno. Yeah. And, you have to and, trust him at some point. He definitely – like if you're watching the ninth inning, he overthrew – all four pitches on the walk yeah, to he was not great to, by any means to Tatis, but he also he I texted them. you in the ninth inning. He got that that zone got shrunk on oh, him pretty hard, hundred percent. Yeah, it did. And also like you know that walk to Machado, I believe it was, or no to, to Bogarts. Like we talked about this last night on the, the D back show. Like it might just kind of be smart to pitch around a guy like Machado and that or Bogarts in that situation. And he froze Manny. Oh my God! Yeah, he embarrassed that splitter. Manny. That splitter tanked and yeah. he froze him pretty yeah, hard. He did. Um, obviously, back at it tonight. Brandon fought against Seth Lugo, and then tomorrow we get. Um, I think they get a dub tonight too. Mert, and then uh, Mert. I feel good about these three Sunday if they play because Hurricane Hillary is a coming. Are um, they are they going to start Zach Davies on Sunday? It is seemed it is very much a possibility. I don't know if that's official, but he it gave up post- six runs in an inning in Reno in his last start. Hey, it's P- oh in an inning. I missed in it. An it inning. is the PCL, but yeah, but I mean, I'm not sitting here trying to defend Zach Davies. Blake Walston. Blake Walston has almost a sub four ERA. All I'm only thing you can hope for is that you know he comes in there. And he gets rocked, but the offense shows out, and they're like, "Oh, we can't trust this guy," but they still win the game. That's best case scenario in my mind because I don't want to see yeah, Zach Davies I, pitch Slade, a whole lot of games. Slade wouldn't be in line to start. On if Sunday. Zach Davies touches a baseball in uh, the postseason for this team, I'm gonna. Rage. Oh, in the postseason, I don't think he will. Yeah, I don't think. So. I He's think. Gonna I be, think. I think as it stands right now, you might run with um, Gallon Kelly and then an opener for Fott. Yeah, I think in my mind, in my mind, if you're in the playoffs and you're really only using three starters, you go Brandon, you go or you go Merton and Zach, obviously, and, or, or Zach and Merton, the first two. And then I'm using a combination of all of those other guys. I'm using Fott. I'm using uh, Tommy. If he's healthy, I'm using. Um, yeah, I'd like to see Tommy come back. Yeah, I'm I using not, like I'm using those guys in, in kind of that bullpen game situation because I think they could all be really effective. You in Dre started this- Zach Davis can be effective in an inning. Obviously Dre not started his throwing program. He's not coming back this year, yeah. but like it is a good sign. Yeah, never know, man. We'll see. Um, but yeah, again, Diamondbacks in the middle of a series again, a huge, huge series against the Padres. Uh, they got a lot of games coming up against teams that are kind of fighting in that wild card spot, and a lot of really good teams. They got to play the Rangers at some point soon. They'll play. They'll play the Reds again. 
They play um, a lot. They play of the Cubs. Really good baseball yeah, teams. Yeah, but lot they of also really get a stretch series. against the Sox. Yeah, the I think White they have Sox, to play the Rockies. Rockies here again. Yep. So they they'll have, get they some. Have, they'll get some winnable, winnable games. Listen, too. this is in my mind. This this is they control their own destiny. Like mm-hmm. obviously they don't right. If, what the other teams do if they win every single game. Sure. I mean, but, but like I think this is a team where if they if they they get the job done. They do what they're they play they're the baseball they're capable team. of playing. They are a wild card. But team. What did I, I say at the beginning of the year when we were on bets together? And I asked, "What success? What would you define as success for this team? It's competing for the third yeah. wild card spot until the this end of the team season. Is, this season is a success. Get it or not, we have defined that as success yeah. for and the. I, and I think when you look back at this next year and you look at this from kind of a large, you know, outside perspective, and you're not looking at it in the sense like this was a team that was the top of the league in the first half and then yeah. completely fell yeah. off in the bottom half and then kind of was a middling team in the end, like." I don't think that's how the season is going to be viewed. I think it ultimately it's going to be viewed, like you said, a, a progress, a step towards the ultimate goal of winning a World Series and being a playoff team. And they have undoubtedly taken a, a much larger leap than most people reasonably expected sure. them to make this year. Um, so I'm excited about it. I'm also excited for playoff baseball, um, whether that's here or somewhere else, um, because I love going to baseball games, maybe, you know off the OGs, kind of vibing, Ooh. feeling the energy, and I mean, there's no the energy. Vibes are oh, yeah, the, vibe are the vibes at a playoff game at Chase Field would be real immaculate. Uh, they'd be, Sean and I would be front row. Oh my God, um, quite be, possibly the loudest people in the oh stadium. Oh my God, I wouldn't. I would not be able to be on shows. That's for damn sure. But actually, for for our people in the chat, uh, if this team were to make the playoffs, I actually would probably force Sean and I to be in the office to do watch alongs. Um. You're not going to force me to do anything. I'm, my da- my ass is for damn sure going to be at that stadium. Um, you if it's do a road what game, I tell you to do, uh, Sean. I'll quit. I'll quit. I'm going to the damn playoff game. Uh, no. <laughs> well, that's a bridge we can cross when we get to it. Um, but um, like I said, there's no better vibe than OGs and baseball. Um, because, listen, just I mean, let's be real. Being high at a baseball game is the best. It's the best feeling in the world. I love it. I absolutely adore it. Um, and when get around a playoff atmosphere and I'll say this, like when I go to a sporting event, I'm in the mindset, like I'm going to spend money. Right. So being off OGs and then having a stadium full of food to eat is a vibe. It's a vibe. I always get my ice cream. I always get yeah, the Chick-fil-A. They got, you can get like ice cream cones for like three bucks hack, by the way, hack. Um, I get, I always get pretzels. You know, um, uh, Wetzel's pretzels, and then I always get. You talking, know, some are you kind talking of dog, about? Are you but, talking about? Yeah, at the game. Yeah, yeah. When I'm off the OGs. Yeah, I my go to is always a Polish with kraut. Mm. That's just every time I go to the stadium, Polish with kraut. Mm. Your Oof. taste changes a little bit. I'll say this: your taste. You'll discover new things. You'll be more adventurous food wise when you're sure. off the OGs. Sure. I've always I've discovered that I like things because I was you know you know maybe a little you know, under the influence of the OGs and I wouldn't have eaten them. And, you know, then I did. And uh, how about attending a watch party for the playoffs at a bar with all of our, we got to make the playoffs first. Yeah. We got to make the playoffs first. Um, But until then get some OGs, enjoy life. Um, And I don't know if you've heard the news, but we've got a promo code. Um, being a PHNS listener, it got a whole lot sweeter. You know, they got all those great, sweet, candy-like flavors. Got a whole lot sweeter for, thanks to our buds at OGs. Um, right now, through August 31st, you can get 25% off 100 milligram. Yes, 
Play the horn. 25% off 100 milligram bags of the fruits and the creams at all Arizona The Flower Shop locations. All you have to do is go to theflowershopusa.com, place an online order, and use discount code PHNX at checkout. Then head to your nearest The Flower Shop location to pick up. That's right. The deal is exclusive to our PHNX listeners. And reminder, it's only available for online orders that are picked up in person. Discount The discount code PHNX is active until August 31st. So go get to, to flavoring life um shout out our friends at ogs they really are they really are the best man i tell y'all just listen to me they are the best if i tell you to do something just do it don't ask questions um join my cult um also shout out our friends at four peaks like similar to the ogs there's no better feeling than being at a baseball game with the four peaks because that is the baseball beer. You go up to the four peaks uh draft house get a golden lager which is as damon and i have discovered is the prime baseball beer it's the perfect baseball beer color but all over the park, you can get uh, kilt lifters, you can get hop knots, you can get wow. It's amazing. Everything our friends over at Four Peaks does is amazing. Uh, so make sure you're keeping track of everything they've got going on. You can um, check them out at Four Peaks Brew or at Four Peaks Pub to keep up with the latest at Arizona's hometown brewery. But as always, you must be 21 or older to drink Four Peaks and please drink responsibly. We got more good news to talk about, or hopefully it's good news. Um, I don't know if you've been paying attention because I know everyone is really locked in on on Olympic pre-qualifying basketball tournaments. Um, but uh, a guy named DeAndre Ayton, he's down there playing for Bahamas. Is and he also back? He might be back because boy is feasting down there. Um, he's down there with uh, uh, new Suns teammate uh, Eric Gordon, who's also uh, representing the Bahamas, and both of them are putting in work. This is their last game um, for Bahamas against Argentina. Look at them. Both of them putting up 20 points. DA, a, a beast on the boards, 15 rebounds. Um, and by the way, Argentina is no joke. Like they have, they have been as far as like American or, or like kind of like the Americas basketball federations have gone like Argentina has been that one of those those teams for a while now so that, that's that's competition there and to see both of these guys but particularly DA dominating 11 for 16 from the field and and a 22.15 rebound double double like that that's awesome it, it, it's, for it's somebody that's in my caught, mind a very yeah, good sign. for somebody that's caught so much slack here in Phoenix and at times it's been rightful I mean there, there's been a lot of moments where he yeah. has checked out I don't think there's anything you can say Lindsay just walked in wearing quite the hat. It's not the first time she's watched this. It's on her witch shit. Yeah. Did she bring nail polish? No, this is a different hat. This is a different one than the last time, though. But anyways, for somebody that at times has checked out in his tenure yeah, here in I don't Phoenix think you and has taken some or, or I don't want to accuse him of checking out necessarily, but he has undoubtedly had problems. Like whether yes. he's checked out or yes. or he's just been having the teams checked out on him. Sure. Coach is given whatever. There's undoubtedly Look, been think, issues yeah, with his time. here. I think at times it's it's been known that he doesn't create his own shot and yeah. relies on us and his teammates have kind of iced him out yeah i guess at times too so it is really good while the competition might be a little different than the nba i'm sure it is still yeah, really I mean, stiff be, competition but it's uh, certainly weaker i'm sure but it's more so the demeanor uh yes. there was a video that surfaced yesterday of him in the the huddle and like it's late in the game you can tell he's i mean he's covered in sweat yeah and he's just in the huddle, he looks at him. He says, "They're they're toast. Like, yeah. let's go kill them." Like, yeah. and, and you that's love the mentality that, that yeah. you have not seen. Yeah, and and you know, it, part of it might very well be the situation, right? Because the 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 one spot that this has been the biggest problem is with the Phoenix Suns. Outside of that, he's always been in a situation where he is the guy, 
right? Like DeAndre Ayton is the most physically dominant guy on the court in at college, most times there wasn't when he's playing that was br- for Bahamas. And then yeah, yeah, at U of A, he was he was DeAndre motherfucking Ayton at U of A. Like, but who was going to stop him? No, exactly like, right. Was, so, but not only that, but now he's in a situation where he's not the first, the second, or the third option. He didn't go up against anybody like like Joel no, Embiid. Like, 100%, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, he's it's going up against different. like. But I'm just saying, from a mental perspective, this is the, the Suns are the only situation probably in his entire life where he's not yeah. not even a top three option. Romelo White wasn't sure shit going to do anything. Yeah, like so, him, like yeah. So like it, it obviously was very different. So I guess that's kind of my question. What are you? Obviously, we don't know. But in your mind, kind of, how are you? looking at this are you looking at this as something where it's just a matter of it this is the new da like he's got to figure something out is it just a different environment that so is not going to be able to be replicated when he's here like he's the fourth option now because you've got yeah, bradley beal no, he's not, Devin he, yeah, Booker, not even top three yeah. and, and air on, on nights if eric gordon's feeling it he might even be the fifth I mean, you option saw, he put up 22 himself he's very capable of, know, of producing i know and so it, it is it should be really interesting because like it, it seems like frank vogel is extremely high on deandre yes and, and I, he's and the it, type of big man that frank vogel really likes and da seems like the kind of guy where he needs the coach to be really high the on shooting on this team should be vastly improved mm-hmm. and should stretch the floor better than what last year's team looked like right yeah. so so right now you've got a team that that will stretch the floor mm-hmm. you've got yuda you've got um Eric Gordon, yeah, you've got a whole plethora of options, and it seemed like at times the like Tory Craig kind of clogs the lane a little bit. Like he is a decent shooter, but so it should be interesting just to kind of see how that plays out yeah. if he's the lone man down on the block. Yeah, um, and I mean, let's be real, we've seen Frank Vogel bring the best out of a big yeah, man down there before. Yeah, it happened with Anthony Davis. So with this team, the way they're constructed, I imagine that Kevin Durant and Devin Booker are going to get their load management. Like it's, there are going to be games where it's the Bradley Beal and DeAndre, yeah, especially show. And like, with his or, or, or uh, KD with his injury. Yeah, and there might even be nights where Bradley Beal gets load managed. So like, yeah, it, it, I mean, there, will, there will be they all three probably won't be load managed the same night. But no, like, but yeah, but on I mean, those and nights, Beal and, and Beal and KD are kind of old. This there's point. your night, right? Like, no, he's gonna, he's gonna, I, I think have an opportunity to to make like a, a statement this year not necessarily because he's going to have like a, a a glut of opportunity i think he's going to have if anything a reduced opportunity just because of all the touches but i do think he's going to have his opportunities to shine and i think hopefully new kind of a new regime frank vogel there he's going to be able to get to a place where he can be comfortable not being the guy not being the number one playing his role on this team because in my mind, if DA is playing like a like a, a true number one center, there's not a team in the league that's stopping this the Suns team. I, eat your heart out, Denver. Like if if your number four is a legitimate number one center, <laughs> that this team is a problem. Like this, the starting lineup. Yeah, problem. the only and at that point, the only team that can beat your team is your team. Yeah, no, one hundred percent. Which I mean, this team is very capable of beating themselves. Um, but and or the basketball gods, also that. Um, but. Ultimately, I think what we're seeing from DA with the Bahamas is a good sign, but I also think it sets him up. There's no excuses. Obviously, the, you know, the, like we said, the competition is probably lesser or is definitely lesser, but we've seen him assert his dominance and we've seen him be a leader and have that kind of positive mentality that he's appeared to at least have with the Bahamas. There's no excuse to be bringing some kind of negative energy or anything less than that, in my mind, to the Suns once you return. Um, but... We are, uh, you know, rapidly approaching basketball season. So we'll have an answer to what DA looks like in a Suns jersey soon enough. Um, 
but he needs to get his ass back here soon. I'll say that because uh, one thing that they don't have in the Bahamas, I'm sure they have plenty of great food. I'm sure the Bahamas are beautiful, but they do not have Burrito Express. And you know, he's a big man. You want to talk about... We had a Burrito Express this week. Yeah, you know, you want to talk about a big frame that you need to take care of? DA's that. He's got some broad shoulders. He's got some broad shoulders. He needs a big, you know, (laughs) bunch of protein, bunch of ingredients, something that's really going to fill you up. That's Burrito Express, baby. Uh, and DeAndre Ayton is uh, perfect for it. So are ASU athletes. are always supporting ASU athletes. Our, our boy, Jalen tomorrow, Connors. Right? What's that? There's a whole meet and greet oh, with yeah. all the, the oh, Burrito yeah. Express. Yeah, yeah. Um, tomorrow, August 19th, um, at their Tempe location, they're hosting a meet and greet from 1030 to 12, featuring our boy, Jalen Conyers, Elijah Badger, and the Borgay family. I don't know if you saw that. One of, like... First of its kind NIL deal, as far as I know. Um, Burrito Express signed the That's entire awesome. Borgay family. Trenton, Coben, uh, I'm sorry. I think it's Rylan. Rylan, yeah. And um, um, T- Taysen? Taysen? The other one that plays at Western Michigan, or plays in the MAC. Sorry. You don't play at Arizona State, so I don't really feel the need to know your name as much, if I'm being honest. But the whole Borgay family is uh, uh, signed an NIL deal with Burrito Express because well, people at Burrito Express just, you know, they care about ASU athletics, they care about Tempe. Um, they care about the Valley and that's why, and they care about us. That's why we love them. Like we said, they, they supplied us with burritos earlier this week. Um, so very excited. Oh, also you get free stickers, free stickers. If you show the first 25 people to show up in the event, free special stickers. Uh, I know they have special, uh, Jalen, uh, Conyers and, uh, Elijah Badger stickers. So make sure you get there early. Like I said, 1030 to 12 at their Tempe location. Check that out and grab a burrito and follow Burrito Express on Twitter at Burrito EXP. Um, also, do you know Beyonce's here soon? Yeah. I didn't know that sure, until I like yesterday. That, but yeah, sure. I had no idea she was coming soon. The Queen. Um, queen B. Yeah. Oh, I'm going to go fight Lindsay. Um, Lindsay's taking shots. Lindsay's, at the queen. Lindsay, Lindsay always feels the need to add her. No, that's fine. I things. respect that part. You can add your, your opinion. It's just got to be a good opinion, and hers isn't. Um, but that's neither here nor there. Um, if you want to go see the Queen or you want to go watch sports, maybe go see some comedy, go see some other kind of concert, you got to get tickets first. And there's no better place to get tickets than our friends over at Game Time. Um, you can download the Game Time app now, create an account, and use code PHNX for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply, but again, create an account and redeem code PHNX for $20 off. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price, guaranteed. And I guarantee you're not going to find cheaper tickets than what you can find for the Cardinals preseason game this weekend. Um, because uh, I don't know if you know this, they're playing a pretty good team. Um, the Kansas City Chiefs, heard of them? Won a Super Bowl sure. recently? They might. Uh, we might have heard of them. Um, and thanks to our friends over at Game Time, you can get in for as little as, what is that, eight bucks? Is that nine bucks? Nine dollars. Nine dollars. You can get into the building to see the defending Super Bowl champions. Um, so shout out our friends at Game Time. Make sure you hit them up. Like I said, set, set up an account. Use code PHNX. Get that $20 off. And um, go watch some preseason football. Go watch football. some preseason football. And Let's talk about the Cardinals and the preseason football um, because this isn't just your run-of-the-mill preseason football game. Game two, kind of a dress rehearsal. Andy Reid, head coach of the Kansas City Chiefs, has said that he plans on playing his starters for the entire first half. So you're getting $9. You're getting to see the Kansas City Chiefs defending Super Bowl champions, Patrick Mahomes company, for at least a half of football. Um, So I would do that. But it is uh, a a pretty big preseason game. Uh, Last thing to talk about before we get out of here. Um, like I said, preseason game against the Chiefs. And, and this is a big game for them uh, because, again, it is kind of a dress rehearsal. But the defense in particular looked really good last week against the Denver Broncos. But 
as you know, as the Denver Broncos, it's not the Kansas City Chiefs. Yeah. Um, and so now they have a little bit more of a challenge. Um, I was talking about this with Bo before the show. It, to me, the guys you got to really look at on the defensive side are, are the guy, the names that we keep bringing up, Zayvon Collins and Isaiah Simmons. Um, especially when you look at Isaiah Simmons uh, play, playing safety now, played safety last week and didn't, um, as Bo put it, didn't really have much of an opportunity to really show what he's capable of because the defensive line was so dominant that he was kind of just hanging out back there. Yeah. Um, which in part, shout out Zayvon Collins for that. But um on a position switch, too. On a position switch, also, yeah. Um, but Isaiah Simmons is big for him because one of the big stories for him last year, playing linebacker against this Chiefs team, got embarrassed by Travis Kelsey. Um, so now he's at, at safety. <laughs> no, what t- no, 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 no. I know. No, 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 no. Everyone no, no, got embarrassed by <laughs> Travis Everybody Kelsey. got embarrassed Everybody by Travis was, Kelsey. He did get cooked, and he was playing out of position. So this is a chance for him against that same team in a position that's probably yeah. uh, he, he's more comfortable in and, and from all reports has been playing really well in. Um it's a big opportunity for him. Um, and then, yeah, Zayvon Collins against a, a, a better offense, a better offensive line. If he's going to be able, him and the, and, and the rest of that kind of front seven are really going to be able to get some pressure on um, sure. on Patrick Mahomes and whoever else is playing quarterback. And, and that's big because, you know, Patrick Mahomes is a great quarterback of all time. Yeah. Like, if you want to, you got you to make him, at least try to make him uncomfortable. Because even when he's uncomfortable, he's one of the greatest. At least skill set wise right now. Yeah, I mean, yeah, like, like, yeah. like, if he you're have projections, like, Tom obviously, Brady. you you gotta wait and see, but yeah, but, but in terms of what he looks like, he could be. It's the greatest I mean, in my mind, I don't. He's the greatest to ever play quarterback. I know he doesn't have any accomplishments. He yet. makes things look silly. It's it's ridiculous. Some of the stuff he does is ridiculous. Um, but that's not what we're here to talk about. We're here to talk about the Cardinals. Um, do you think the Cardinals can beat the Chiefs? In, in the, the preseason? preseason, sure. Anything's possible, right? Yeah, not in this, not right. <laughs> not right. Not really but in preseason, that. sure, because you're you're going to get three quarters of backups. Yeah, um, real quick, maybe uh, maybe even three quarters plus like four drives. Because yeah, well, today play like uh, drive, again, it drive. is a more of a dress rehearsal. So yep. apparently, they are planning to play their starters for the entire first half. But okay. I mean, we'll see. Um, at least the Chiefs are. I don't really know what, what to expect from the the that Cardinals. Like a very Andy Reid thing. Yeah, but. You know, it's it, things are ramping up for the Cardinals. Obviously, uh, Zach Ertz is nearing a return. There's, there's uh, every. I mean, everyone's getting closer to return, right? It's we're getting closer and closer to having some kind of answer on, on eventually when we'll see Kyler Murray come back. Um, obviously, Garrett Williams, um, a draft pick from Syracuse, he is, is highly touted. Was a great uh, cornerback at Syracuse last year, um, t- but tore his ACL last year. So eventually, we'll get to see him at some point. I, I, I don't know when that will be, um, but. Um, there, there's stuff to be excited about. I think as far as this team was concerned, the defense, you know, you didn't really know what that was going to look like. The offense was, I, I think you had a slightly clearer picture because you knew you were going to have a backup quarterback. You knew who your number one receiver was. Um, obviously, you drafted with your first pick a, a, a tackle. So you had a better idea, but the defense had a lot of questions. It was obviously a pretty underwhelming last year. So I think it is going to be very important for them uh, to put out a big performance, especially in that first half against these Kansas City starters. Yeah, forcing a forcing a three and out on Russell Wilson was was big time. But yeah, let's see, you, let's see if you can do it against Kansas Patty City, Mahomes, right? Yeah, like that's make a him story. Like what are we gonna do? You know, yeah, very Patrick Mahomes story. takes teams where Travis Kelsey is obviously the best receiver. I mean, he might be the best receiver on any team that he goes to. Yeah. But look at who is around him. Yeah. Otherwise, I mean, what Miko Hardman? Not, he doesn't. Yeah. Juju no. Smith Schuster and, and I. And, Andy Reid deserves a big part of that credit too. He's sure, an offensive his, his mastermind. Game, but, but the but, things that Patrick Mahomes does with the football. 
Yeah, Andy Reid does things that he can only do with a quarterback like Patrick Mahomes. Some of the plays they do, and I don't know if you watch quarterback, but you got to see them. They had those segments in practice where they just got to kind of play around and come up with new plays. Like that's something you can only do with a guy like Patrick Mahomes. So certainly a challenge for for Zayvon Collins, Isaiah Simmons, and the rest of that that defense um, in that first half. And then the second half, second half is going to be a lot of guys trying to make teams. So. Um, guys that you might see make plays on special teams during the regular season, stuff like that. Guys that might have to step up if there's injuries. Like that's what you're looking for in the second half, in my mind. Um, so you know it is a preseason, but I think this is ultimately a pretty big preseason game, um, as big as it can get with the preseason. Yeah, um, I mean, keep the optimism alive, right? Yeah. I mean, you still don't know if Kyler Murray is coming back from from injury yeah. early or late. And I mean, let's be real, um, the Washington Commanders announced that Sam Howell is going to be their Week One starter. That's a I winnable football game. I don't think he's very good. I don't. Th- I think anybody. I think if you have Cole McCoy, should be able to win that game. I think. I think they're going to have a chance to win that game. Um, yeah. So. The the. I think if it was Taylor Heineke, we might be talking a little bit differently. Yeah. Uh, because I actually really like Taylor Heineke, yeah, but same. he's not there anymore. No, so. he's not. Tough luck. Tough luck indeed. Hopefully, some tough luck for the Kansas City Chiefs tonight. Um, yeah. Or not tonight. Tomorrow night. Um, but. I'll we'll be there. See. I won't be at the game, but I'll be yeah, at running the, a running our yeah head out uh, diehards head out to um, BetMGM Sportsbook um, at State Farm Stadium tomorrow night. Uh, it'll be vi- it'll be vibes, um, especially if you're going to the game. Get that nine dollar ticket on game time. Head out to BetMGM. Hang out with the crew, um, and then head over to the game. It's gonna be it's gonna be a vibe. Um, a lot of let's be real. A lot of times out there in Glendale, not a whole lot going on. But football They're days, trying, man. Football I would, days. Uh, we were, we drove out there yesterday to look at the setup. Park. I drove past the Mattel the amusement Dude, that, park. The, the roller coaster looks dope. It's, it's going to be a Hot Wheels roller, roller coaster. coaster. That's just going to go crazy, it's gonna dog. Go stupid. It's going to go insane. You're going to be a little Hot Wheel. Yeah, I can't go, wait, yeah, it's gonna I be cannot sick. wait for that. It's going to um, be dope. No free ads, though. Um, no free ads. But they yeah, haven't no, opened BetMGM, BetMGM is the best thing that you can do out there, obviously. Yeah, great food. And it's um, great food to get, you know, get a dinner, get some drinks before the game. Head out there tomorrow night. It's going to be fun. Um, anything else before we get out of here, Jacob? No, let's get out of here. Let's get out of here. Um, thank you guys so much for tuning in. Everyone that tuned into the chat, Jose, LTC, Groundhog Mama, all the people I shouted out earlier. I really do appreciate all of you. Uh, we'll be back next week on Friday at 1230. It should be Michaela Perkins and I, but I'm not going to make you that promise because it has been that very few times recently. Um, so someone will be sitting here talking to you about sports at 1230 next week. Um, so make sure you like, you subscribe. Again, turn on those notifications so you know when we're live. Um, leave a five-star review. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Sean underscore DePaz. You can follow the man behind the Mac, Jacob at Jacob underscore Franklin four. Correct. Yep. Um, and of course, follow the whole operation, the whole shindig at PHNX underscore sports on Twitter, TikTok, Instagram, um, wherever all the social media platforms, wherever you want to call them and whichever ones you use, we're on it. PHNX underscore sports. And again, like I said, we'll be back next, uh, next week at 1230. Um, but until then deuces and enjoy your weekend, everybody.